Welcome to Table Flipping. I'm actress Taylor Mishak. And I'm writer Alyssa Littman. Join us as we sit down with guests to unpack how the fascinating, messy women of reality TV have shaped our lives. And of course, dish about Bravo, The Bachelor, and everything in between. Thanks Thanks for for listening. New Year. Oh my God. This week is such a strong week for reality TV. I like feel we said like it would be. people are going to call the cops on me in my apartment building for just <laughs> screaming so much at the television. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. Like what? It's, it's, uh, it's truly two of my favorite shows, Vanderpump and The Bachelor are back. Yeah. Great week. Back to back. So good. Um, I, the crop of girls for Peter Weber's season is pretty strong, I would yep. say. They're hot. They're messy. Uh, my Enthusiastic. Friend, yes. My friend Abby, who was our first guest on this podcast she's a reality tv savant uh she texted me something like what a bunch of sluts we have perfection (laughs) i couldn't agree more yeah truly and i got pretty much a very hilarious text from my mother who was watching it live and she said let's find it so i don't it's just word for word because she's so poetic uh bachelor nation and then the crazy emoji with the tongue sticking out (laughs) Some very pretty. A couple of skanks. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean you can't be pretty and be a skank? I think that, no, I I think that there are pretty skanks. Yeah. If I had to, if I'm thinking in the way that my mom is probably thinking, but I also know that my mom has like, as every mom does, just like outfit things that then define you as being shitty. For example, like, and this is so unfair, but my mother hates like chipped nail polish or like, crazy lip liner or like bad bangs. I don't know. So those just things that she'll, they'll get out of limo and my mother would probably be like, mistake. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Big mistake. Huge. Um, I have to say that. So Peter Weber is my age. As I've said before, he went to middle school with me. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of feelings about this. Um, but the group of women that he has are, it, it made 28 year olds look like 52-year-olds. Yeah. Like, I've never felt older being the same age as The Bachelor and looking at like 23-year-olds and being a, seeing a 27-year-old being like, uh, get out of here, like you fucking divorcee. Like, what are you doing on this show? Yeah, crazy. It's They're wild. so young. I felt, I have to say, I think like every week I'm going to have to deal with being rejected by Peter in middle school. <laughs> and I started crying at a certain point when he was, no. they were talking about how uh, that girl Kelly ran into him at his high school reunion after party. And yes. it's like, I immediately knew what hotel it was at. Mm-hmm. It's There's only like one place in Westlake that you could really do it. And I just, I just, I think my general feeling as I'm watching this is I feel left out, you know? <laughs> not that yeah, I got- you're like, it's like when I watch a show that I got called back for. Yeah. And I'm like, well, oh, it's so much better with this yeah. actor and not me. <laughs> like that's your experience right yeah, now. Yeah. It's exactly like that. So I'm sorry. But you, you guys didn't want to be with him. No, Alyssa. no. He's not for you. No, absolutely not. <laughs> also, I pretty much noticed, I think, and I'm making a strong assumption here that there's no Jewish girls on this season of the show so yeah. you know that's no fault of anyone I didn't feel <laughs> diverse enough even for The Bachelor right yeah it was like pretty white and blonde pretty specific yeah, yeah. and I was like hmm all right we let's talk about the thing that we previously speculated about Hannah yes. Brown 
coming on the show and whether or not that was a trick by the editors or if it was real and what we think about what's happening here. I think it's more real than we could have anticipated. I love it. I I think it's great. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's like heavy sort of. It felt very heavy and it felt, I know this is so cliche. It felt so real to me. Um, And it was... Uh, just very emotional. So we see Hannah come back and do the very um, kind of rehearsed and groomed, uh, totally polished coming back, gave him back his plastic wings on the first night and said, Mm -hmm. you gave this to me on your first night of my season and now I'm giving them back and I'm wishing you good luck on this process. uh, If I got dumped by somebody and then they were like, here's your you know, whatever thing I gave to you. I don't want it. That would be kind of sad. No, it's sad and weird. I know it was a nice moment they were trying to manufacture, but it made me kind of sad for him. Well, and that felt very much like, uh, this is just an obligation. The show has it planned out. Like the show is having this like changing of the guard. And it felt like this, like they both were just, it was organized by ABC and it is Mm -hmm. what it is. And then the second time we see her, he says that he's asked her to come and plan a date. And she is there. She challenges the girls to do this like storytelling competition where they tell stories about sex, which she prompts by telling a story about how she's fucked Peter four times. Which is weird. And we then see the crazy scene where he goes back and finds her backstage crying. Not just crying, like sobbing with black makeup all over her face. Yeah. To the point where I was like, Peter, like wipe it off. Yeah. (laughs) Like Like, somebody help her. Give her a Kleenex or something. And she's just upset about how emotional it is to see him and that she's like regretful. And it's, it's crazy. It felt really raw and a little kind of like gross to me because it felt like he says it himself. I don't want to be someone's third choice. Right. You moved to Los Angeles and didn't reach out to me after the show. You didn't reach out to me. Right. So now you're going to wait till I'm the bachelor and like show up here and cry over seeing me. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I thought a lot about this. I think a lot of people are uh, upset with Hannah. I have a couple takes. Okay. The first take is every season of The Bachelor, I go in thinking, because compared to Bravo shows, it's kind of predictable. You know, yeah, there's like a it's format. It's form- formulaic. It's fun to watch you, but you can kind of see how it's going to end up. And the past few seasons, I've been like, I hope there's something new here, you know? And I'm like, what could they possibly bring to the table now? This, I was like, oh, great. This mm-hmm. is, I'm so excited about this moment. I think it makes it infinitely more watchable from the get-go. Um, the second take I have is, I think ABC gave Hannah too many good options on her season. <laughs> And so they're the ones that are at fault. Normally it's like, yeah, from a distance, those most of the guys look hot, but really there's like two viable options and mostly the person it's clear that they're having fun, but there's really only one person they want to be with. So many of the guys were good on Hannah's Yeah, season. Yeah. Her top seven was like, yeah, I would marry them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sight unseen. So just to defend Hannah Brown a little bit, I mean, it really is her Sophie's choice between Tyler and Peter, you know? I know. And I think I do, I, in her defense, I do think... I think it felt, um, I understood her when she said I was always going to pick Jed and she is clearly so regretful about it, but she's like, it was always going to be Jed. And I thought it was going to be Jed and you, but Jed felt very safe. He was what I imagined I was going to find on this show. And lo and behold, Jed ended up being a fucking asshole, but she had no way of knowing that. So now she's like, well, fuck, I accidentally put 99% of my chickens in this basket or whatever and picked Jed and then Tyler like 
sort of, it seems like she was really waffling between Tyler and Peter. And then she landed on Tyler, like almost arbitrarily because she was so sure of Jed. And it's also one of those things where it's like, I think as women, we're taught that if someone really wants to be with you, they'll chase you, you know, they'll make it known. They'll make a grand romantic gesture. They'll seek you out. They're like, nothing can stop them from expressing to your face, like how much they must have you in their life. Right. And Hannah says, Tyler reached out to me, you know, Mm. he wanted to see me and you didn't reach out to me. And I thought you wanted to be the bachelor. Right. So I see how both parties kind of got mixed signals from each other and you know, who knows what actually happened, but perhaps this could have, there could have been a different world where Peter's not the bachelor and they were together had they just had that conversation. Yes. And it does sound like we might be getting the benefit of and why it probably was so exciting it sort of feels like this was their first real powwow. And I think like as much as this is all staged and it's all fake and it's like dumb reality TV, I just by those little context clues of what they were, you know, we lived in the same city. You never reached out to me. We never saw each other. This is the first time they're talking to each other. Obviously Tyler and her texted and like, she has seen all these other people. So we're kind of seeing on camera the first time that they're getting together. And it also means the last time that they saw each other really in person, aside from the like final Rose interview was the fucking windmill date. And then afterwards when she sent him home, yeah, so which they're is like, like coming hot off of their yeah. breakup in a way. Like you can make, even though it was months ago, if the last time you saw that person in real life in person was this, like you had just fucked. It's so much more visceral to see them and harder to get closure. Mm-hmm. So, and your ugh. ego would be so bruised. I mean, to basically by, I, you know, I think, I think Hannah had more agency than I'm sort of laying the situation out to be like she did, you know, she's not, I think she would have texted Peter if she wanted to see Peter, if her feelings were that much stronger for him than they were for Tyler. But, you know, on Peter's side, like he didn't chase her because he was like, I mean, you you chose my friend over you chose, me yeah, after my you friend. had sex with both of us. And yeah. I just don't want to get into that, yeah. you know? And like for you to come here and cry is, is unfair. Shitty. It is. It's kind of shitty. He also so clearly is like, I just want to kiss her. Yeah. It's like, I just like, she's so beautiful and I want to kiss her. And it's like, and he does go, he's like, I think it's unfair that now I'm the bachelor and I'm still so clearly hung up on my ex. Yeah. Which I, I always felt like he was. I always felt like at that, after the final rose, when they talked, I felt like he wanted to ask her the question like, hey, would you reconsider or whatever? Yeah. Like, do you have feelings for me still? And when he was saying like, oh, I've worked through blah, 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 Hannah, I just didn't fully buy it. We never mm-hmm. saw them hanging out together like everything was fine before The Bachelor started, which is usually what would happen. So I thought it was like, as far as the show's concerned, a very exciting moment to watch like play out. Um, as far as Hannah's concerned, a misstep that yeah. makes her human and hopefully she'll recover from it. Um, you don't think that she, this goes any further, do you? No, she's de- she definitely has to pass the torch and it's just, she's just got to hug him and say bye. Yeah. But it's going to be juicy and these other girls are going to be upset over it. So no, I don't think she comes onto the show. I think that would be really crazy. And also we know that she won Dancing with the Stars while this was being shot. Right. So how did she live in the house and do Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, I don't know. Um, see, we're smart. Um, we could do reality TV math. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It just, it, 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 it felt... I think it's always a messy situation. I was actually texting Tim Taylor about it, who mm-hmm. came in, was our guest for the Hannah Brand. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, you know, I never thought, and he was shitting on Peter when he was here. 
he was, he texted me and he was like, I never thought I would be on Peter's side, let alone because of, of our conversation with Hannah. Yeah. He was like, I just think it's selfish with what Hannah's doing. Like, it's just like a kind of selfish move. And I think it's always complicated when you're talking about exes or people who used to hook up or basically just a couple that it didn't, when it just didn't work out. And then, you know, both people are going to have their feelings get hurt and you want people to be honest and you want people to be vulnerable and you're just going to step on each other's feelings. So I keep flip-flopping back and forth between like really being upset with her and also just like really identifying with it. And like, I've had moments like, horrible long drawn out breakups and then right. I just like want to see him again and be like can we just get coffee like can we j- I just like need to see you like I have this regret but I don't know what to do like right so I ugh, it's like oh, I get it Hannah yeah also they're both hot yeah you know it's a lot harder for hot people to move like, on I bet <laughs> <laughs> I I get why she would have fun with Tyler and also still want to maybe have a serious relationship with Peter. I don't, it's not a mystery to me why she thinks that, yeah, you know, like, yeah. um, and she's always like, I'm confused Yeah, and I would probably be like, too. What? 24. Yeah. She's very young. You know, I, yeah. I just, uh, I'm not, I, I, I'm not mad at her. And part of me still kind of wants her and Peter to end up together because they were so cute it together. Does feel like they were very cute together. They obviously have this chemistry. There is something that like, yeah, it just is like safe bet. Yeah. So yeah, there is part of me that wants that. I also, I'm watching, I don't know. I don't know if it's just cause like, I, I guess I identify with girl, girls obviously, but Watching The Bachelorette, I have more, I slip into the the kind of like brainwashed audience member that's like, she's going to find love. <laughs> like I'll have moments where I really, truly think that The Bachelorette process is like going to work. Yeah. I never have that when watching The Bachelor. Well, I think it's because The Bachelorette is a manufactured situation where a woman has the upper hand in dating no matter what the men want. And that's not a situation that exists in real life. Yeah. And for the most part, like there's never 30 guys that you can control the outcome of being in a relationship with. Yeah. Yes. And then, uh, the bachelor is more like real life where it's like, you could be Just fucking girls around scrambling. with whoever. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they all want to like end up married. Yeah. Somehow, that's you know? a very good point. So. Yeah. I watch the bachelorette and I'm like, good for her. Yeah. Like the rose ceremony. I'm like, you do it, honey. And then yeah. the bachelor, I'm like, oh, obviously you just get to send them home yeah. and you get to fuck whoever you want. And that's so Great. cool for just you. Rub your boner all over that 22 year old yeah. and send her home crying. Oh. <laughs> you know? And I, I think it's funny that we're going to deal with the same, um, the same sex issue in this season. It seems from the previews mm-hmm. of him having to confess to people that he has been intimate, as he says, with some contestants and then another contestant saying that she's a virgin. Right. I'm excited for. Who do you think so, it is? I think it's Madison. Oh yeah, that that reads. That makes. I sense. love her though because she plays basketball. Alyssa <laughs> um, just got crazy eyes. <laughs> I love her though because she plays Ever basketball. Every scene, I'm like, why isn't she shooting think, around? Why isn't she? Do you shooting think around? that Madison is the girl in the clip in the beginning when the mom, when Peter's mom goes, bring, bring her yeah, back to I us? Do, I, I think do. it's Madison. Yeah. yeah, I think they love. Madison. I think Hannah Ann paid for her whole face. I don't <laughs> think she was born with that face. I have a lot of thoughts on the contestants, but I feel like week by week as they, you know, bring us material to talk about, we'll yeah. like dissect that. Oh, I wanted to ask if you um, were on The Bachelor and let's say it's Peter to make it more interesting. You're on, you're a contestant on mm-hmm. Peter's Bachelor and you come out of the limo. Do you do a gimmick? 
I would like to think of myself as someone who would stand up to the producers against just like an extremely dumb, like that one girl made a joke about her dry vagina. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I don't think I would do that, you know? And she was like, did you hear me when I said that joke? And then she repeated it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I do think I would bring like a cow if they handed me a cow. Yeah. I would say yes to animals. Yes. I I don't think I would say yes to a mascot suit. Nope. No, exactly what I was going to say. I would say no to a mascot suit. Um, I also would not come in on, on like a fake plane or a horse or like, I like when you come out of the limo. Yeah. Just, just let me come out of the limo. Um, and I do wonder what you're saying about how much is the producer influencing them to do that? Cause there's a healthy mix of funny gimmicks and then just girls stepping out of the limo. Bringing that shit themselves. No. Yeah. They don't pack that and bring it to Los Angeles. They like are, you know, there's like a choice I'm sure behind the scenes. And I think if you were like, no, I don't, that doesn't feel like me. They'd probably listen to you. I'll have to ask my mom if any of the gimmick girls were skanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We need a rundown of pretty versus I know. I need to know what pretty versus skanks. She did say she liked Hannah Ann. She said she's very pretty. And I'm like, well, she is pretty. That's just a fact. I am excited because it seems like a lot of my friends are extremely high on like what a nice guy Peter is right now and inevitably part of being the bachelor is looking like not such a nice guy because you have to make the tough decisions and also I have to say this must be the cheapest produced season of the bachelor ever because they're literally like walking from location to location (laughs) around Westlake Village he'll just like point over a bush and be like and that's my house over there I wonder how often his family is going to be in it because it's a pretty aggressive already. It's a yeah. lot of I Peter's family. I think we should family. save the family. Like, you know, yeah. a little family goes a long cool way. It. But yeah, I think it's just what you're saying. It's just because everybody's so close. Yeah. I'm excited. Did you know that at The Batch, that The Bachelor, at The Grove um, on Monday, which is when the episode was premiering, they had like this giant windmill. And oh, no. in, you could go inside of the windmill to meet contestants from The Bachelor. And That's people were crazy. going into the windmill, taking pictures and meeting them. And like, I walked out and I thought, I was like, is Santa still here? Because <laughs> there was a line and people were taking pictures. And I was like, Santa shouldn't be here. Wow. And it's the 6th of January. And it was the windmill. And I'm like, wow, they are really, plugging really this plugging wind, this windmill. windmill. Yeah. And it wasn't to meet Peter because I would have gotten in that line. Yeah. It was just to meet the girls. Like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder which girls these are. They got to be like first front night runners. a little, you think front runners? Yeah. Cause like, why is that why they, they were in the windmill? Like, cause it's secret. Mm. Uh, yeah. You're not going to wait in line for someone who like went home the first night or maybe people wait in line yeah, for anything maybe. at the Grove. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen lines for worse. <laughs> yeah, it's true. This is true. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, we have a very special guest, uh, a very up. handsome guest, Ooh. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend, Mike Levin. He's here to talk about Sheena and talk about Vanderpump rules. And, uh, yeah, I've been on and a podcast. lot of intimate dating stories about you guys yes. and intimate dating stories about me and my boyfriend. Yes. Sorry. So family, <laughs> maybe skip this one. No, no, no. It's fine. We're no, nice no, no. Girls. It's all good. Don't we worry. are good girls. That's the point. Everyone's son is in great hands. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy. Today we have a guest. 
guest that you guys have heard quite a bit about. Uh, he is the host of The Rights to Ricky Sanchez, a Sixers podcast. He is a comedy writer on the TV show Perfect Harmony. And he's also my boyfriend, Mike Levin. Welcome to the podcast, Mike. Hi, Alyssa and Taylor. Thank you so much for having me. This is a truly delightful moment. I have to say, <laughs> Mike has... Put more preparation into this podcast than I've ever seen him put into his own podcast. Very true. Which Aww. I'm really honored by. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to just start by having you share a little bit about how you got into the Bravo space. Yeah. Um, well, through you, Alyssa, um, you you sort of got in all at once. It was like, oh, we're watching Bachelor and we're enjoying this. And then I seemingly looked away for a moment. Yeah. And then it's every single Real Housewives I think my show. boss got fired from the grinder and I was home for like one month and all of a sudden I watched all of Bravo. Who are these <laughs> middle-aged women yeah. that I'm seeing so much about? Um, and then you were, and then you would, Vanderpump Rules was, was one of those shows. Right. And, and it would be on and that would, that would be one that sort of like piqued my interest the most of like, hey, you got it. You got to see this. Yeah. And, and I would, B, I, I would get, I got to know the characters, I think pretty well. And you were like, just honestly, cause I started bragging about how I watched the show and you're like, you don't fucking watch the show right? Mm. You, to other people. I'd be like, Oh yeah, I know Vanderpump, those guys for sure. And you're like, no, if you're going to do it, if you're going to, the sanctity of Vanderpump rules needs to be maintained. So you need to watch at least the first two seasons. Uh, like have some integrity, have yeah. some integrity. Yeah. And I developed that. Good. Uh, and season two of Vanderpump Rules, as we all know, has the biggest twist of yeah, not, the not best twist, but like the biggest plot yes. turn of any television <laughs> the most show satis- satisfying I've ever moment. seen. Absolutely. Yeah. And so with that happened, and then it was like, all right, we're watching the whole thing. And so over the last what six months, I've watched all seven seasons and now one episode of of Vanderpump Rules. As as of like a week ago, I'm caught uh, up. And good so now, for you. Yeah. Last wow. night was the first night we watched an episode together that she hadn't seen before. Aww. Yeah. Cute. Um, I did not anticipate you. I mean, it's a fabulous show, so I kind of anticipated it, but I'm I'm really proud of you for sticking in there for the whole entire show. I did. It's yeah. the best. And so today we're here to talk about the premiere of the new season of Vanderpump Rules and specifically talk about your favorite character, Sheena, on the show. Now, for people who don't watch Vanderpump Rules, how would you describe Sheena? <laughs> I've never seen Mike have such a visceral reaction to a character on television. He is like screaming or his mouth is on the floor every time she says or does something. Sheena is a very special person. She's the simultaneously like the like a guy's girl. She self-described guy's girl. Right. But with like tremendous like influencer uh vibes with just like very She's everything wrong about the culture <laughs> at <laughs> once, distilled into one person. Mm-hmm. But we love her. I do love her. And I think... And for those reasons. For all those reasons. Yes. Yeah. And I think that she is, of all the shows... Like, so Vanderpump Rules, every character is uh, irredeemable. Right. Every single one of them is... Flawed. They're all flawed. Uh, no. Beyond flawed. <laughs> irredeemable. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's nothing uh-huh. that they can do at this point. Um... 
And I think all of them have done such terrible things to each other right, that right. we've seen over it. Mm-hmm. I think Sheena has done the fewest terrible things to other people. That's fair. In that every other person on the show is a worse person, but Sheena is the worst at being a person. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and she's maybe the most hated consistently by all the other characters, yes. I would say, yeah. somehow. She really does it's get really sad. shit on quite a bit. Yeah. You think about all the, th- all the terrible things that Jax has done and Schwartz has done mm-hmm. and Kristen and Stassi and Katie and you're like oh they've all done and then everybody forgets and gets gets over it and they're all still pals and Sheena like doesn't stand up for somebody to Lala who is now in the group yeah and everyone like is turns on her for a year yeah they continuously ruin her like momentous life milestones like they (laughs) get into a brawl at her engagement party and punch each other and a shard of glass gets lodged in her leg at a certain point and she's like nobody's paying attention to what they're supposed to be paying attention to and they're like shut the fuck up she know you're the worst like it's truly I I really enjoy that uh, observation it's truly it makes no sense but it does kind of make sense because she's trying to people please all the time you know, she's constantly getting critiques from every side and trying to talk out of both sides of her mouth, but not in a malicious way. Mm-hmm. And then it results with every single person being mad at her and thinking she's a giant headache, you know? Like, yeah, I think people's bullshit uh, radars just go off when they're around her. And I yes. think that everybody's just like, shut up, Sheena. Because she just feels like she's just bullshitting you all the time. The thing that I do enjoy about Sheena, so this new season, for those of you who haven't watched, they're introducing like a new crop of cast members um, through the new sh- or through the new restaurant that they've opened up. And previously, the rule, the unspoken rule about Vanderpump Rules has been you get on the show by fucking someone on the show, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, how are they going to do that? Everybody's engaged. Everybody's buying houses. Who's available? Maybe James. I don't know. Turns out Sheena... Oh, old ha- trusty Sheena. ...has introduced us to a whole group of yeah. new people she by had fucking a bunch of call. them. <laughs> a big old open call. I mean, last night she said that she uh, she's like, I'm divorced. It doesn't define me. Don't worry about right. it. And it's like, it so does. It yeah. does, though. It deeply it does. does. We've been on so many separate journeys with Sheena and they've all taught us the same lesson about her inability to maintain a connection to reality. <laughs> it's, she doesn't have it. It's, it's the cord is like the wires are sort of frayed. Right. There's no way for her to like stay true. It's always popping back in and out. And you, you see that even through the beginning of the show. And I'm, I've taken notes about this because I... <laughs> I've, I care deeply about you and I want to, I want to get it right. Uh, in the first season, they go on their first vacation together, right? And mm-hmm. there's two vans. There's the girl's van and the guy's van. Sheena goes in the guy's van and says to the guys, I'd rather be gang banged by all of you <laughs> than go into the girl's van. They, right. they immediately hear about it, the girls, and are like, and that is essentially the whole show. Yeah. That's the, that is the entire, <laughs> we've watched eight seasons of that and it's like, that's what it is. She is, she... Once when she's with one group of people, she wants to be with that group of people. Yes. And then because they're on television. Yeah. On a reality show, she they're gonna see they're gonna see it and then they're gonna text each other about it. Yeah. <laughs> also because they're all like blabbermouths. Of course. Yeah. Especially Jax. Yeah. And so you, she gets caught in these things that she just says out in the open and then they're like, hey, you said this. And she's like, yeah, but I said it to them. And now I'm with you. 
you're saying bad stuff about them right. to you. What's the problem? And she doesn't get it. It's and really God funny too because even last night Stassi was like, I just want to go out to lunch with people and talk shit. Like, can we just talk shit? But and that's what Sheena's trying to do, but she just can't be she's never accepted by anybody for doing it. It's kind of upsetting, honestly. It's like they don't have they're all such mean kids and they but they all respect the mean kid in yes. the other person and yes. they don't respect the mean kid in Sheena. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they don't want to shit talk people with her and they don't want her to do shitty things with her because they are annoyed by her because she's not as shitty as them in that way. And this is something that I feel like I bring up my therapist a lot, but you know what? You're welcome people because free therapy, if you don't have health insurance, my therapist (laughs) is constantly trying to tell me that bullies don't respect someone who accommodates them, who tries to please them because the bar will just keep getting like harder and harder to jump over. And you are never going to like make someone who's bullying happy enough to stop bullying you. But if you punch back or you make them see that you're, they're not going to get more out of you by uh, pushing your buttons or whatever, which is what I think the rest of the cast does to each other. Yeah. Then you can kind of like evade being a target. Sheena never successfully punches back Mm -hmm. through this entire show. No, she's just like, no one, none of you guys texted me about my tooth. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm so upset about it. Well, do you think part of it has to do too with we see a lot of, and we've talked about how we like this in reality TV of when uh, especially the women will get mad and then just like scream at each other and have this just aggression that we can be so envious of. I feel like I usually just see Sheena start to cry in those Mm -hmm. moments and it loses a lot of, she loses a lot of her power, which sucks because I can relate to that. Like I, whenever I get in an argument with someone I like really care about, yeah. I immediately start crying. Yeah. Bit, but I'd be like, I'm gonna, I want to stay strong and mm-hmm. I like can pull a Sheena in that way. But she might, you know, garner some respect from everybody if she was able to just like really freak out like Lala or Stassi style. Yeah. I think she, I think you're right. The key though is that she would have to not show any weakness so she wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to start crying. Like even when she's trying to hit back, she's already like visibly irked by whatever they did. Whereas a Stassi character is like, okay, like unaffected by it. You know what I mean? Um, Let's talk about the moment when you saw Sheena and Shay getting a divorce and you thought that maybe she would level out and become a little bit less delusional. Well, yeah, that is really a turning point for her. (laughs) And so the first few seasons we see Sheena and it's like, her singing career and her in t- tight spandex and her trying to like bond with the group and her f- figuring out how just how bad her hair can get and it does get worse as the seasons so go bad. on. Um, and then Shay goes through her her husband Shay goes through what is clearly uh, whether it's drug abuse or alcohol addiction or pills or whatever it is, right. um, and she handles that poorly. Because uh, mm-hmm. she doesn't know. And she's like, just, he'll just have a couple. He's got a problem, but he'll just have a couple. I, yeah. want, I want a husband who's going to party. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see that and you see her like pretending it's everything's okay. Right. Right. And so the, the ultimate... The, the wait, best, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Can you just say the... Yeah, I'm doing it. Okay. I, that's the, thing. <laughs> the, the, the best moment of that is when Lisa asks how everything is with Shay. How's everything? And Sheena says in my favorite... Television moment of all time. Yeah, and it has it replayed forever. She just goes, 
amazing. <laughs> and she does. They've, they've really clipped that ever, over and over again. In the same way that you and Tony have the like running away in the middle of a serious conversation from 90 days, Mike, I just hear him going, amazing, in the kitchen by himself. Because, I'm because like, her life is falling on? apart. Her life is devastatingly it's falling apart. Falling and, apart. and she's living in this apartment with just like, 33 sunglasses of, that yes, she has. Yes, I was hoping you would bring that up. And, I and, was hoping you would bring that up. And only pictures of, I did count, it's 33. And only pictures <laughs> of her and her, and her and Shay's wedding, like on the wall, yeah. huge stuff. Like the the white couch, yeah. the white leather couch. With No, no, no. They have a brown leather couch with cup holders, but a white he- leather headboard with rhinestones. That's it. That's yeah. oh what it is. Oh, my God. Ah, it's and bad. so she's in, the, she's in this moment, and she, it's all fall, coming crashing down around her. She's not having the artistic success that I think she would believe it to be. And so, and Lisa's just like, Hey, how you doing, dude? How's it going? I know, I know you're going through some stuff. And for her to like summon all the face muscles that she has left after whatever plastic surgery she's done to herself and make a face that says amazing. And it's just so, <laughs> it's so perfect. And, and I remember turning to you and, and, and being like, oh man, this is as, this is as rock bottom as it gets. And you're like, she never recovers from this. To to try to find a positive in her character and behavior, okay. I let me buckle in. Yeah, buckle Let's in for this. Positive. I was thinking about this last night because she is accused of being boy crazy in right. the premiere of this season, and she gets very emotional about it, and very sad. And right. we can all agree that's a very fair label to put on her. Yeah, undeniably. But what I true. will say, as much as I think that she has a very low standard for herself when she is dating these guys and she is too, uh, she's putting on this facade of being easygoing and whatever and she's not asking for anything. I do like that she's repeatedly putting herself out there, let's say. Like I have several lovely, eligible, wonderful girlfriends who just do not go on dates and like aren't putting themselves out there in that way and are feeling, are so worried that they're going to be perceived as like a boy crazy mm-hmm. Sheena. Right. And the, and they couldn't be farther from that and they can certainly afford to be going out. So I, I do like that Sheena so desperately wants a boyfriend slash husband that she can party with and she is just relentlessly trying to hook up with and date anyone who crosses her path. Yeah. yeah. So I is she going about it wrong? Sure. But I love that the energy she has behind her fall. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's certainly disastrous, but... It's very like, uh, I feel like there's a point, hopefully, in every girl's life where you sort of graduate past this idea that if you sleep with someone, it means they have feelings for you. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's a hard truth. Yeah. I don't see that happening. No. And I feel like that could be very helpful for her, you know? Yeah. I it's like one real wake up call. Cause maybe she's seeing it now as, you know, when you're, I've, I've certainly had that experience of learning that lesson of, I used to separate it and be like, well, when they were hooking up with me, they did have feelings for me. Right. And then something changed, which seems to be the way she's thinking now of yes. like, oh, when I was hooking up with what's the new guy's name? Max. Max. And Brett. Then like we had a thing, but now we're just friends, but we did have feelings and then something changed. And I think that kind of supports the theory of there being something wrong with you because then that makes you think, well, I could have done something mm-hmm. and it made them change their mind. Yeah. And it's like, no girl, he never, he never really respected you or had really hardcore right. feelings with you. You guys like got drunk together and fucked. So, and that can, is fine. Like you shouldn't be shamed of that, but that's a separate thing from him having feelings for you. Yeah. Right. Cause, cause she wants to be one of the guys. 
Yes. She's like, I'm a guy's girl. I want to be one of the guys. So like, I can fuck. And like, you just got to go down on me and we can hang out and like fucking drink beer. Every guy she's ever been with. Well, he's like my best friend. Yeah. Like, my oh. Best friend. oh my God. No, we're like best friends. Every single guy because yeah. she wants to be one of the guys, but she also, she thinks that's the way to get into a, right. a serious relationship is like, we be best friends. We fuck. I give, I give the shitty guys like whatever they want all the time. And then I'm pissed off when they're not like making ready. me their girlfriend. Exactly. The way that I view reality TV is uh, if you put yourself out there to, to benefit from, from, from all the perks of it, from like selling, you know, uh, water on Instagram <laughs> or whatever the fuck, <laughs> makeup, you get all the free shit in the world, you get to buy houses in the valley, despite the fact that you've never done anything of value whatsoever yeah. right. and don't have any discernible skills, mm-hmm. uh, we get to make fun of you. Yeah. Every single part yeah. of you. And so like I can happily make fun of Sheena's hair and her crop top wedding dress and the way she interacts with everybody in her life um, because she is benefiting from it. I'm not going to do it to her face. Sure. You know, that's, I think that's below the line. But like among friends, I think you, I, I don't think there is a, a bar that can't be cleared. I no, think that's at the, the deal. end of that's the, the day, it's like we love the show because of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch again. Like we've said this over and over again. I don't want to watch a show where people are nice to each other. I don't want to watch a show where someone can make sound decisions about their dating life. Mm-hmm. The way you get eight seasons out of a show like this is by never improving on how to pick a mate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's, it's so interesting to me because Vanderpump is that kind of show yeah. where they're all horrible to each other. When I write most of my characters are usually more nice to each other than they should be. I yeah. just, I, me and Pat just got a note of like, hey, shouldn't these people like not like each other at first? And I was like, <laughs> oh, do they have to? Can't we just like be nice? And, and your fun? notes to me are always like, these characters are way too mean to <laughs> so each other. So mean, why? <laughs> and so Vanderpump is like opening, broadening my horizons right. of like what, what people could really do to each other. And uh, it's not great. There are people aren't Yeah, I do good. feel like Mike is the kind of person who always assumes the best in people and he always thinks like, how could anyone possibly lie? Like there aren't liars in the world. And I'm Aww. like, keep your eyes glued to Chris and Dodie for two seasons oh, like it oh. really I feel like this show has reshaped the way you think of humanity <laughs> and like tough. people's capabilities Which because it's honestly I mean it's a, it's a real like I don't know it'll fuck you up it this did. show you remember Adam obviously the the busser at Sir yeah who's like handsome and kind of like vacant and yep. like there's not much there um at Jackson Brittany's engagement party the mm-hmm. first the initial engagement party mm-hmm. um Jack's Oh, no, sorry. Adam t- is confronting Sheena and is mad at Sheena about how she had she just had sex with that other guy, the Instagram guy. Right. She basically mm-hmm. like tried to call this guy's bluff. He didn't want to be in a relationship with her, That's so a, yeah. she invited like a hot twenty five year old model right. to come over and cook her dinner, and they hooked up. And then this guy Adam that she you know was best friends with, but like clearly wanted to be mm-hmm. with, got pissed off. Yeah. Even though he was like, I don't want you to be my girlfriend. Right. And which so, is unfair. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's in its own thing of like him being a total piece of shit. Be like, I don't want to fucking date you, but like you can't fuck other guys, which yeah. is just yep. super fucked up. Awful. Um, and, and so she finally confronts him about it because they're like icy to each other. She thinks they're best friends, obviously, like she does with every guy mm-hmm. she's ever fucked. Um, and it's like, she's finally like, what, what can I do? Like, here's why I only did it. I only did it to him. I only had sex with him so that you would notice me. So you would then realize that you have feelings for me. And right. he's like, well, I don't, I'm just mad. <sighs> and and so and so she's like no listen and she like starts grabbing him yeah and like being very physical with him and he's like I really I really want to walk away I really I please stop I really want to walk away and so it 
I counted. He said stop 13 times. Ooh. And he, and he said, please, six times. She said, stop seven times and please four times in like a minute and a half conversation. It was, it was visceral. And it's the, also like if the roles were reversed, it would be a salty. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I felt, I felt that watching it. Yeah. Like, this is really fucked up. And obviously he's a much bigger guy than she is, but she's really manhandling him, like being physical. And that's why I, I, I kept thinking about how if Sheena was a guy, but she's acting, she's like, no, listen, no, listen, you, I can make this better. Like I can, I can mold you to be the person that I want, you would want to yeah. be with me. And he's just like, I'm, I just hate, I well, hate and this. And how frustrating for her that it feels, that would feel like a false, uh, as though it's working because yeah. he's upset. And that was the goal yeah. would be to get him upset. Yeah. So then she's like, oh my God, it's have working. You, it's happening. It's working. Have you guys not. ever been with somebody like that? Where it was like, it was pretty much a relationship, but not called a relationship. And then you try to call their bluff and they're like, Why'd you do that to me? <laughs> but they still don't want to date you. Mike's nodding. Mm-hmm. Mike is <laughs> nodding. I mean, that's. Were you the Sheena? Uh, I've been. I've been the Sheena before. Yeah. I mean, when we started dating oh, Alyssa, God. is how. Here we go. No, this is how I didn't. I had been Sheena too many times. Yes. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to let this happen. Yeah. And and then it ended up working. I, I decided. I made a. I changed. I adjusted my You're behavior. You're saying you had been the Sheena had, or yes. you had been Sheena'd of, as a verb? You had, had been, been, the, I had been the Sheena. I had been yeah. the Sheena. Okay. And so I was like, well, I'm not just going to assume that Alyssa just got in a relationship. And I was like, well, I'm not just going to sit and wait around because I've done this before and it, yeah. has, it hasn't worked. Right. And so I'm like, okay, well, if you're saying we're not dating, then we're not dating. And then... Uh, so you're saying did. you're Sheena and I'm Adam. That's right. <laughs> I, like I played that. it. I played it better. So you do see yourself in Sheena. Maybe I do. Maybe this oh, is the realization. Oh, that's great. Idea. But in that moment, the uh, in, at the engagement party, when she's <laughs> Sheena is hugging Brittany's mama uh, and, cry, and crying to her, right. and Jax is like, "What the fuck? This is my engagement party. She's <laughs> hugging my girlfriend's yeah. grandma." Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, full circle moment though, Jax, because you yes. fucking got the shit beat out of your face at her engagement party because you fucked yeah, so let her hug me. Yeah, full circle. Yeah. But the, the another beautiful, <laughs> there's so many beautiful moments in the show. Um, but when Sheena is crying about it and Kristen's right there, and apparently Adam really liked penguins. Oh and, yeah, and, she, and Sheena had like adopted a <laughs> penguin at like an aquarium or something for him. Yeah, like a name, she like it. yeah, she like sponsored. Right. You know, like yeah. I have I have had my friends get my other friend like a sloth, and you right. like pay to sponsor and name the sloth, and like that's what she did with this yeah. penguin. And she had like the printed out paper yeah. in her dress, and she was like, I got him a penguin. <laughs> and, and, and Kristen, Kristen, with like total sincerity, goes, he doesn't even know. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't know that you did this. And Sheena's like, no, he doesn't know. He doesn't even know you got him a penguin. What a special, special moment. She's great. Uh, what do we think about the new season? Like, what are our predictions for Sheena? I like that she seems to be already getting herself into a love triangle uh, with yeah. Dana, who's like, I mean, just going to stomp Dana, all over Dana, who Sheena. spells it D-A-Y-N-A. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I've never seen... What? Is that crazy? Right? Anyway. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if I've ever met some... Well, yeah. I no. think these two boys, the two new cast members who are getting their dick wet left and right are not cute. No. They look exactly the same. They look the same and they look, they're both not hot and they think they're so hot Mm -hmm. and I hate that. I hate that quality. It was also like very (laughs) surreal. If you think you're hot, you better be fucking hot. If you think you're hot, be hot. Like be fucking hot. It's not, it's Vanderpump rules. It's not like it's hard. Yeah. And like. hot. 
Dana is very hot yeah. and that's why it makes me angry. I there's I just hate that in reality TV when you're seeing hot hot girls like f- just freaking out over like sixes. Like stop. But I feel like tall, that's real like, life. Calm down. You know. It is well, real I, I, life. The tall the tall thing is a is a big thing. The one me. that's tall is hotter just because he's taller yeah. than the other one. Mike H- freaks is out bullshit. about men being tall. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. <laughs> my a good friend of mine, my former roommate, is six yes. six and just could do anything six, at all. Six, it is really. I will true. say he though. Uh, who, what what show is it? I get. I think it was on um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And this very tall character was like, I can't get angry in public because people yeah. think I will murder them. Mm-hmm. Like that's if true. you're that's the one thing that you can't do if you are extremely tall sure. is get very angry or raise your voice extremely. I will say but that you are gonna get away with a fuck ton of shit because you're mm-hmm. tall. Yeah. Mike's roommate, we would go out to bars. Look, Mike's roommate was great. He's a lovely guy, super handsome nice. Man. Look, I love him. Handsome, he's great, right? However, Women would, I've never seen women behave in such a way around a man. They like come, it's like they have sonar and they come like running out of the restroom and immediately go to Mike's room. Just because you can reach he's above tall everybody. Things. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, huh. it is wild. And I'm not small. I'm 5'11". Yeah. That's fine. But like, man. <laughs> You're a man. big boy, Thank Mike. You, Taylor. <laughs> it's a hot button issue. Mike was very offended that like some people thought that The Bachelor Peter Weber is six foot one and he's like, he's not six foot one. I'm like, okay, how tall is he? He's five nine. No, uh, he's five nine. Some websites say that he's five nine. Some websites say that he's six foot one. He doesn't look six one. Dog is in lifts. (laughs) Yeah, they're making Mm -hmm. him look taller, right? Yeah. And also, bad body, Peter. Okay, all right. Let's just stick to Sheena for a second. I feel much more comfortable shitting shitting on the physical appearances of men. bad body. (laughs) I wanted to talk about really quick, there was a scene in this week's episode of Vanderpump where those two guys who look exactly the same who Sheena has both hooked up with were sharing tips on how to evade getting in a relationship with Sheena. It was so weird. What did we think of that? boys. I hated it. I mean, I think it was one of those where, I mean, as we've said, everybody in this cast is irredeemable, as Mm -hmm. you say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all parties are guilty in this instance of like these are three people who all consensually hooked up with each other and it's whatever but to go to a party and just like lean against the counter and be like yeah man I made the mistake of spending too much time with her (laughs) so just a little tip from you to me like if you're gonna fuck her like just like be cool about it it's like fuck you guys like that's such a (laughs) an obviously objectively horrible thing to do and then when she and then you're and you're on TV like I don't care how hot you think you are that's just like (laughs) such a it's so morally wrong to do and talk about her like that like she's like a dog that you're like house training it's insane like she's a human being also you guys are choosing to have sex with her yes you've watched seven seasons of the show and then you're like I'm gonna get in this yeah so just like at least I would prefer a feigned like I would prefer somebody to be a fake nice guy like I and you could and to be trans you could see through it and be like ah he's probably just a douchebag and another fuck boy but like like, what's his name Frank like Stassi's no, friend. Frank is the worst. Okay, I don't nice even guy. know if anybody does a good job of it on this show, but like, make the effort to not have that conversation. Yeah, or have it when she's not <laughs> in the room. Have it in another scene when you guys are yeah. private. Also, it's weird that you're like sharing tips about someone you both fucked. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Gross do boys to do me. that, Mike? Uh, 
Not the boys that I'm with. <laughs> do boys do that? No. What other I mean, I am on a group text with boys. Alyssa's ex-boyfriends. No. And we, and we all just kind of just no. chill, you know, sort of chop tips. it up and say, like, oh, isn't it annoying when she does this? No, I would never do that. <laughs> do you want to hear a Crazy. funny, this is, I'll, I'm interested to get your perspective on this. And this is maybe not a good story to tell. Am but I, this is boy, all about being vulnerable. My boy okay. correspondent? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you be a boy correspondent. Now, yeah. So we, Tony and I, were watching a show, and uh, oh, we were watching Britney runs a marathon, uh-huh. right? And there is a really heartbreaking scene in the beginning when she's like kind of at her lowest point in terms of her self esteem, and this like kind of gross guy comes up to her and it's like, "Do you want to go suck me in the bathroom?" Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like, "No." And then a few drinks later, and she's feeling really shitty. She sees him, and she's like, "Now this looks like fun." And she yeah. goes, she blows him in the bathroom with the napkins on her knees. That was such a nice visual. Ugh, I yeah. thought that was great. Okay. And so that p- really painted a picture and I was like, oh my God, it break- really breaks my heart for her. And then as a joke, but it's also true, I said to Tony, man, I've never even done that. Like I've personally never blown someone in a bathroom, yeah. which is obviously me making a joke, but also like referring back to a, like my days of hoeing right. and like, <laughs> and, and rather than laughing, Tony was very bummed out and he was like, don't say things like that. And I was like, it's good. It's good that, <laughs> right, that I'm telling you I've never blown someone in a bathroom. I think that that's a positive. And he was uh-huh. like, you shouldn't be so proud of that. That's not something you should be so proud of. And I was like, I disagree. What does Tony's family think? Please text I know. Taylor. No, Gosh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're going to be listening in the hot sure, but tub. You did it, and but it, I but didn't. But you did not. The point of the story is that I haven't <laughs> done something like that. And it was a joke for me to be like, even in the right. single days, I didn't need to go into a bathroom with this gross guy. Yeah. Like, uh, because it's bad for your knees. Because it's bad for your knees. And I do. I have like knobby little <laughs> knees. That's just like not going to happen. And public bathrooms, gross. Uh, but just now talking about in terms of <laughs> talking about ex-boyfriends and stats and stuff, is that that's also something you wouldn't want to hear Alyssa say or you would laugh and think it's a funny, brilliant joke. What do no, you honestly think, Mike? I do stuff. I've <laughs> shared stories that I did because yeah. I have kind of like a Sheena, you know, drive in me uh to be people pleasing I, and a small it's i hesitate to even compare it even a little bit well like you'll bring up how you know like i um hooked up with someone and got locked out of their beach house and then i had to uh scale a fence and i yeah. cut my leg open yeah. like in the middle of the night <laughs> or just stuff like that where i like I'm like, oh boy, I, I I can't think, do you, are there any other, I think you find the humor in how fucked up it is yeah. because well, I I've, think it's funny now yeah. and I'm like, oh God, thank God I don't do that anymore. Yeah. You're it's, not mad about it. No. You're not mad, right, Mike? You're no, not mad? No, 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 Mike. We've all been on the pathetic side of things. Right. I think, I I think, think it's fair to on, have those. Yeah. And there's like, obviously some stories I won't go into detail about with a current boyfriend, <laughs> but also you want to know that your partner like has <laughs> gone through a phase where yeah. they've had to jump over a beach house fence and cut their leg. Right. And but I think the thing with Sheena is that she, her, the phase is her life. Yeah. 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 And she doesn't want that either. Like that's, she really wants to be, you know. I'm also more of the Tony in the relationship where I don't want to hear about the details of, I don't find it as funny. Mm -hmm. You know, I've grown out of that a little bit, Mm -hmm. which is maybe a good segue into the piece of information that you're dying to share Taylor that I don't feel great about. Um, I'm, you know, I had to work to be in the same room as someone Mike had even kissed. Like Mm -hmm. it was like a big 
thing. Like I have severe trust issues, right? And I'm good now. I feel mm-hmm. like we're good. <laughs> yeah. You can chime in and talk about how You're, much better I am. So much better. Good. Uh, um, almost, almost five years will do that. So it's not like almost I don't. Almost five years will do that. Yes. Well, I, t- I am a total hypocrite because I don't think like this. The the joke about not doing anything in the bathroom isn't necessarily what would make me upset if Tony said it. But I do not care to hear any information about right. Tony's previous dating history. Oh, really? And he's a lot more tolerant. If I'm like, oh yeah, I've, I've been there before. Like this is a restaurant I went to with my ex boyfriend one time. Mm-hmm. He totally, that doesn't bother him. But if we go into a restaurant and he's like, I've been here before, I'll be like, oh my God, with an ex-girlfriend, we're leaving. <laughs> like my tolerance for that is so bad. It's horrible. It's like, it's to the point where he will purposely like not bring things up and then I'd be like, it's okay. Like I was a part of your life. You can like tell the story. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Um, so I will, I do have to go on record that I am the worst person in that regard. <laughs> like I don't want to hear anything. Like I think of him as he was once a cute little chubby baby uh-huh, and then he nothing. was like 29. Yeah. Right. And we met. <laughs> well, so it is, it was really a nice segue into the thing. Okay. That, so that Mike has a thing okay. that he wants to share with you, Taylor, and I'm here to guide the conversation and <laughs> we'll see how this goes. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Do you want me to preface the... Yeah. Okay, all right. So in previous relationships, I have had... I've talked about this. I, you know, I've been cheated on. I've had trust issues um, specifically regarding Instagram. I've had people lie to me about who they're talking to, uh, who they're following, following just like straight up naked women on Instagram and, and saying claiming. that it was art <laughs> instead of wow. just like an account it's of like naked women. <laughs> right, which are. is... Trash. And so I used to, you know, be like psychotic and go through people's not like, like not psychotic. Okay, thank you. That's very nice. I, not with you, but before this, like if there was something if there, gave it would fuel not to trust the them, fire. Then they would not. You would trust them less. Yes, thank you. That's super nice. So I would like, you know, I was very like, why are you following this person? Why are you following that person? Whatever. So <laughs> many years ago, early, when we first on, started dating, yeah, before on, this was all taken care of in therapy, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then, and before I had proven myself to be not a shithead. No, you never were not, you never were a shithead. You just were, I just didn't, hadn't been with you for that long. Right. So I didn't know if this was going to like turn sour sure. at a certain point. Your antennas were up for right. shitheadery. For every, for every guy, for any mm-hmm. guy. Right. Yeah. Um, we had met you one time before you started dating Tony. Okay. Oh when you God. were dating somebody else. Yes. At a, at a UCB show. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, then yes. we like never hung out with you again. And mm-hmm. I was very big on like why are you following people who you're not friends with? Like mm-hmm. women that you're not friends with. This person is not your no. friend. Okay. And so. And so I looked at your Instagram before I knew you and I was like, who's this girl? She's too pretty. <laughs> I don't like it. She's way too pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're not, you never speak to her. She's not a friend. So yeah. what's the deal with oh this? My and so God. I was like, I was like, yeah, we were, uh, we kind of were friends like right after college and we went, you were, you were a freshman when I was a senior, so we didn't really know each other at college. And I was like, yeah, I'll fucking unfollow her. I don't care. <laughs> if, that, if that'll make you feel better, then I'll unfollow her. And she was like, okay. And so I did. Okay. And years later. Years later, I get a DM from Taylor Mijak about. And you were like, no, 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 no. No, about somehow the Sixers. I literally, I literally like, it was so, such a psychosis that I'm like fine with now that I like totally forgot that you were one of the girls that I did that to. Right. Mm-hmm. There was like a, That's there was like quite a few. Spectacular. Sure. There weren't that many. 
Taylor okay. was a special, okay. but she thought you were hot. She thinks you're yeah. hot enough to, for, to be First on Fall. First of all, so flattered. Okay. <laughs> I could not be more flattered. I, too, I have done, I did a good clean out of Tony's. Okay. There was like. A clean out. A clean out. Because it was just, it was like. Get you the would just see, It wasn't even so much like people he knew. Yeah. It was just like he was following basically this like just shitty like naked girl yeah. account. Which I yeah. don't get, by the way. Like, you like, can you don't have to follow, You can just right. Google naked yeah. girl, yeah. like whatever. I was like, yeah. I don't, don't care what you do in your Private right. time, yeah. but on your public exactly. account, and right. I, that's the case I made. I was like, sure. "Listen, dude, you have a public account. You're a public figure, whatever <laughs> the fuck you want to call yourself." But the, the air quotes are doing a lot of public work figure. There. But that was my that was my roundabout way roundabout way of being like, "Stop following hot fitness yeah, girls." It's weird. And I, I want to know routines. Of, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, anyway. you want to learn about okay. protein shakes? So, I, so wait, many so, years ago, I was like, "Please clean this up." I'm yeah. threatened by Taylor, and it wasn't, and it, yes. I, I wasn't ever following hot fitness accounts that I don't No, you never about. were shading on Instagram. Yeah. And so I unfollowed Taylor. I was like, fine, I'll fucking never, probably never see Taylor again. Yeah, fine. I get a DM from Taylor about the uh, Sixers, Brian Colangelo. Colangelo uh, tweets. Burnergate. He has burner accounts on Twitter, shading on his players and a whole bunch of stuff from you because I was like, I, I was getting these, I was looking, and I was like, why is Taylor Mishak, like, she's not from Philadelphia. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> And then we find out that that Tony is from Philadelphia, and we were already fans of American Vandal. Like, and this was is pretty a big cool. Super fan of your and podcast. So we were just mutual mutual yeah. admirers of each other. Right. And it was like so we started talking, and then we go out to drinks, a, a drinks in West Hollywood. Yeah, I wore it was the first you time wore I wore this jean jacket. jacket. Yeah, you were really excited jacket about jacket it. I was, um, and we hit it off and become friends, and then we've gone on vacation together and all yeah. this stuff. And Taylor, I still don't follow you on Instagram. No, you I, I always felt weird like. to bring it back. So I occasionally just go onto your Instagram and like a couple things so you won't know. And I, now that we're real friends and we're doing it on the podcast, oh I would God. like to ceremoniously so good. follow you right now on Ooh. Something I've been so embarrassed about because I'm like, you can't like follow her now because yeah. it seems Amazing. weird. And sometimes yeah. I'll forget he doesn't follow you and I'll be like, oh my God, did you see this th- thing on Taylor's Instagram story? And he's like, no, no because I, I don't, don't follow her. Follow her. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh, this so is here, really amazing. So here it is right now. Here it comes. Anyway, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. I love everything about the story. It's so flattering. It's flattering because you called me pretty and it's flattering because I did that to my boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> and because I've, I, I would just sort of respect myself, have been going through the work of keeping this guy's up. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. I don't want Taylor to think I never like her pictures. That's mean. Oh. And so I'll just go on there and be like, occasionally, like, here's, that's a nice one. Yeah, we've like DM'd. Yeah. I've just never, and I follow you, and right. I just haven't noticed that it that it doesn't, that you don't. It's fucked up. Wow. No, I apologize. Good. I apologize. It's and other it, men's fault. I've, and I've been planning bringing this up on the podcast. For, oh, this is so amazing. Thank you. What a gift. Yeah. Wow. What a great day. A monumentous day. Huge. Anyway, I feel like that's a nice moment to end on <laughs> yeah um thank you so much for coming on what do you want to plug plug some stuff uh perfect harmony all on hulu. hulu uh there's three more episodes on nbc coming out nbc.com also uh thursdays at or i don't know thursday night dvr we wa- watch it we want to go on vacation yeah. so watch, watch it. it let's get a Bring season two <laughs> yep. um my the episode i wrote is episode seven if you just want to watch that one that's fine with me i'll feel Yay. particularly special about that uh and if you're a sixers fan uh, listen to the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast, which is a very weird Sixers podcast that both of you have been on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Thanks Mike. What a treat. <laughs>